Hey everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk About Dating with Kaylee Gray. I am your host, Kaylee, and you know, dating has changed a lot over the years. And my goal for this podcast is for you to be prepared and encouraged in this season of life. You might be in this season longer than you would have hoped for, but my goal is that you would not waste this time, but live it to the fullest. Here, you're going to hear from me and some amazing guests talk about our experiences being single and in the dating scene. And I would love to stay connected with you. So please subscribe to this podcast and connect with me on my other social media platforms. I hope today's episode encourages and inspires you. Check it out. I am super excited today to have Julie Kemp with me. Hi, how are you? I'm great. I'm so excited. This is so funny. So I actually saw Julie's um, Instagram reel of her and her husband of how they met. And it's she's going to share more about that because I'm like excited to hear more about it. But anyways, it was about long distance. They had a long distance relationship. So you probably see by the title of this video that that's what we are talking about. And so I'm so excited for her to like just share some insight into long distance relationships for us. But she has been married to her husband, Keegan, for five years, and they have a little boy and a little girl, EJ and Savannah, and they are adorable. Like, seriously, they could be like little model babies. They're so cute. She has just the cutest family, and she is a coach. And so if you are wanting to get um, plugged in to pretty much help your wellness and things like that, I'm going to put all of her links below um, for Instagram and everything. So connect with her because she is also just encouraging in her faith, in wellness and just everything and so I was like let's have her on the vlog so thanks yeah I'm so excited thanks for having me you're welcome and but we just found this out too she went to the University of Iowa and I'm from Iowa so I just love like how small this world is because you currently live in Arkansas correct yes we're in Little Rock Arkansas but yes went to the University of Iowa big Hawkeyes fan so I'm always always rooting for the Hawks me too. Every time I say I am like rooting for the Hawkeyes, people think I'm saying hot guys. <laughs> I'm just like, no, Hawkeyes. So it's so funny. They're actually having a really good season this year. So I'm excited. I know. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, okay. You have a very unique love story and I'm sure you could probably take an hour and share it, but kind of give us a brief, um, how you met your husband. Okay, yes, I've had to get very good at sharing the SparkNotes version of this because it's like a little bit wild. Um, if you do want to see kind of the full ins and outs of every little intricate detail that played out, I have a highlight on my Instagram about marriage and that kind of shares all of the details. But here's kind of the SparkNotes version. So I had just graduated college at the University of Iowa and I had taken my first nursing job in Dallas. So I graduated. I was like, I'm done with these terrible relationships, I'm just gonna start fresh in a brand new state, a new job, and just focus on my career, focus on growing in my relationship with the Lord, and was just excited for like a fresh start. Um, so I went home to my parents' house to like pack up, say my goodbyes, and I left Mother's Day weekend to drive cross country um, wow. down to Dallas. And I had a friend that was coming with me because I was gonna work at a summer camp for 
uh, three months before officially starting my nursing job in the fall. And so he was like, hey, I'm gonna drive to Little Rock, Arkansas, and then go to Florida with my buddies for a few days before we start working at camp. Do you want a carpool there? And then you can drive the rest of the way to Dallas. And so I was like, yes, that's perfect. So anyway, we, it's a great drive. My car has only 20,000 miles on it. So it's like, it's in great condition. And we get to Little Rock. I drop him off at his buddy's house, say hi to his friends really quick. And then I leave and I'm like, okay, I'll get gas and head on the road before, you know, I finish my drive to Dallas. So I get gas, I get back in the car and I go to start my car and it like won't turn over. And all these lights are on the dashboard. Anyway, long story short, I end up having to get my car towed I'm in Little Rock, Arkansas. Like, where is that? Yeah. Um, and so I, I call my friend. I'm like, Austin, what do I do? I'm by myself now. Like, you're gone. And uh, my car is broken down. And he's like, my college teammate lives in Little Rock. He will come help you. And I'm like, this is going to be so awkward. This random person I don't know. So anyway, Keegan comes to help me. And he's like, you can stay the weekend at my parents' house, who they were out of town. Um, and so I did, I stayed the weekend at his parents' house. It was fine, we had conversation. He was so respectful. He was like, I'll take all of my stuff out of the upstairs and sleep downstairs so that, um, you know, you feel comfortable up there. And I remember that was kind of the, one of the first things where I was like, that was different. Like I've never really had somebody say something like that before where they were really looking to like be respectful in that way. Um, and so the next day we went to church together, kind of funny. And then we went to go look at my car. So it had gotten towed. He gets in to just try it and my car works. All of the lights that had been on the dashboard were off. It turned over just fine. And I was on the phone with my dad when he started it. And I was like, there is no way, there's no way this just happened. And my car is fine. So it really was, I drove to Dallas. My car was totally fine. It never had issues again. And then over the course of the next three months, we wrote letters back and forth. Um, eventually at the end of the summer, we did start dating and I'll kind of share a little bit more about that, but we ended up, um, dating for 10 months, getting engaged at the end of those 10 months. We're engaged for a year and then we got married five years ago and it's been the best. Oh so my spark notes version. It's a little bit, a little bit wild. I love that. That is so funny. Like, oh my gosh, like what, like, I feel like God just literally ordained your steps to be in Little Rock, Arkansas. I know. And I even had like some family that kind of saw me struggling at the gas station. He got in my car and started it. And he was like, I don't know what to tell you. I think you maybe got bad gas or electrical something. I don't know. And so some people were like, did you break your car down on purpose? And I'm like, no, somebody else tried to get in and start that car. Um, so it really does. We do feel like it was totally the Lord, um, especially both of us were not looking for a relationship at the time. And God was like, I'm going to break your car down. And that is, oh, I love that. Well, I don't love that your car broke down, but I love like that is such a fun and unique story of how you meet your husband. And I kind of told you, it's kind of like a Hallmark story and people, and I know Hallmark's not real, but I'm like, it's just amazing how God surprises you when yes. you expect it. And so yes. just being open for that. I love that. So you said you guys did, you did letters and then you did long distance. What are like some pros and cons that you found in the whole process of doing long distance? Yeah. Okay. So let's start with the cons because it's more fun to end with the pros. 
But obviously there are cons to long distance, right? Like you don't get to see each other as often, which when it's someone that you're like excited about and you're you're wanting to spend time with, right? Like that's a telltale sign of wanting to be in a relationship with someone is you want to spend time with them and you can't when you're long distance. And he was in school in the Chicago area at the time. So, you know, he was home for the summer, but then he went back to school in Chicago. So we were not even like driving distance we were an airplane ride away from each other and we would only see each other one weekend a month if that sometimes it was six to eight weeks before we would see each other in person again wow um so it stinks like you're not getting to see the the person that you want to spend time with very often at all um and you don't also get to see each other like in real life so i worked at summer camps a lot when i was in college like christian summer camps and there would always be these like camp romances, right? Or it's almost like Bachelor in Paradise. These like yeah. hot romances where you're like, you're not in real life. So that's kind of same with distance. You don't get to see the other person in real life. But this is also kind of one of the areas where it was like, okay, I, we need to be very prayerful about our relationship because of that, right? So if we're praying and asking the Lord for guidance and wisdom, in this then we can trust that even though you're not seeing that person in real life um it is something that you know god is leading you to so those are probably what i would say are the the cons of yeah uh distance but i also think there's so many pros that kind of balance out those cons i do remember there was lots of times on weekends where i we would leave and i would just be like oh i i just i hate that we're having to say goodbye but you know, we, we want to make this work, so we're going to make it work. Um, so some of the pros are the, probably the top one for me is it forced us to be really good communicators because you can't just like have a movie night or, you know, go do fun dates all the time when you're not in person together. So you're forced to spend time talking or spend time writing letters or, you know, text messaging or whatever. So you have to learn to communicate because you're not in person doing life together. And as we got into marriage, we realized how much long distance and communicating like that really paid off for us being good communicators in marriage. And I mean, I feel like that's a, a thing that a lot of people struggle with in marriage is just communicating, you know, really well with one another. Yeah. Another pro is we really looked forward to getting to see each other. So there are those butterflies every time you get to see them in person. And even though it stinks when you're away, it was really fun when we did get to spend that time together. And it also did allow me to focus on growing my relationship with God, right? Because it wasn't like I have this person with me all the time that I'm constantly spending time with. Wow. I did have lots of time where I was able to dive deep into Bible studies, get into a small group, be plugged into um, a high school ministry that I was volunteering with. So that, that was really helpful. And I did also get that time to focus on my career. Like I had said, I wanted to, um, it just looked different than yeah. I anticipated. So those things are really fun. And we did have so many fun adventure weekends when we were together, we would plan you know, like going on hikes or going to do really fun things, stand up paddle boards and cliff jumping and all of these random things that had we been maybe dating in person, we probably wouldn't have planned these bigger fun weekends to do together. So there really are so many fun things alongside the not as fun, but I do think that it was all worth it. 
No, I love that. And I love how you said communication too, because I know when I've been in a long distance relationship, it really caused us to have those tough conversations and to almost have them quicker than when you would maybe be with someone and you're getting to, because you're having to dig in, you're having to ask and kind of see what their character is. And then you can kind of, it's it's tough because when you do have those short moments, you kind of do see their character. Is their character true to who they're saying they are? And I think something too that I always loved is um, when I was long distance is like, are they making the effort to reach out to me and like check in and see how I'm doing? Like they don't have to be texting me all day, but I felt like that just shows like the cares like, hey, I'm thinking of you. And so I feel like there are so many different ways you can do that. So did you guys have like special little things? I know I've had friends that have done long distance that did like um, FaceTime dates and they would maybe like watch a movie together over FaceTime and she would like get all dolled up in her makeup and stuff like she was going out for a date. So did you guys, do anything special like that okay that is so cute i we never thought of that that is really really cute um we did at the beginning like i said i was working at a summer camp so we wrote like hard copy letters for three months back and forth which was so fun it was so fun and even if i hadn't been working at camp or like you know you're in a place where you can text each other all the time or call I honestly recommend writing letters or cards or something because it was so fun to get those in the mail and just to like spend time writing back and forth to each other. We still have an entire box of those written letters and it's really cool to look back and see how our relationship progressed and we shared, you know, what we were praying for for each other and what prayers we were asking for, just things that were going on. So that was a really fun thing to do. We did do FaceTime dates, um, maybe only a couple of times a week and then yeah, we kind of just texted back and forth, but those FaceTime dates were fun and kind of like, you know, what I would feel like would be if you were going on dates or spending that in-person time with your significant other. Um, And then the other thing that we did do was um, we read a book alongside each other when, this was when we were engaged, we read a book alongside each other and then we would talk about it in person. So it was a like relationship book. I think it was called Four Men Only and Four Women Only. And we actually read the opposite one so that we could see like, okay, so what does it tell us about, you know, I was reading about, what does it share about how the man is feeling? And then I would ask him like, is this true to you? Do you feel these things? And you know, how can I relate to you better in that way. So that was a really cool thing. And that was, again, another way that we learned to communicate really well. But reading that book alongside each other was something that was fun um, to do. So those are kind of fun things that we did to like keep in touch. I will say we also did just take it like one visit at a time. I feel like especially with long distance, people can get so caught up in like, am I going to marry this person? And you're like, sis, you've only been on one date. Like, let's just did you have fun on that date and do you want to do it again? Someone shared that with me at the beginning. Like, did you have fun on this visit with him and do you want to do it again? And I was like, yeah. She's like, okay, do it again. And then on the next one, did you guys have a good time on this visit and do you want to do it again? And for me, that was like such a stress reliever because I feel like especially in, you know, the Christian community, it's this pressure of like, am I going to marry this person? Yeah. Focus on the next day. So we did. We would just focus on one uh, visit at a time. And we always tried to keep it positive. Um, Like I said, you really do like your heart kind of aches because you're like, I just want to be in person with, you know, my person. And sometimes I remember that feeling of like distance stinks, man. Like I just, I just want to be done with distance. 
but we did, we tried to keep it positive, focus on the positives and just look forward to that next time that we were gonna see each other. So I feel like those are kind of some of the practical things that we did that were helpful. That's so good. And I think it allows you to, to just live in the moment and just like really enjoy that time and not be worrying about, okay, when is the next time we're going to see each other? How did your, your parents feel about like you doing long distance? Was there any pushback or anything from them or? Okay. So my parents, my dad, from the weekend that I broke down, my dad was like, this is different. This is something special. Like he kind of had that like parent intuition. I don't know if he knew we were going to get married, but like, he kind of had this inkling of knowing that this was going to be a different relationship. Yeah. We weren't even in a relationship, obviously, yeah. when my car broke down. But he was kind of like, mm, that's like a little too, yeah, like, ordained. I don't know. Yeah. So um, my parents loved him from the beginning. And so he was playing college football at Wheaton College, which happens to be, this is another like, really weird thing, happens to be 30 minutes away from where my parents lived. So every single weekend that fall, my parents would go watch his game. Um, and so they were seeing him more often than I was seeing him oh. and getting to know his parents when his parents would fly up for the games. So that was really special for us is that our parents got to know each other um, simply because of he was playing football and it happened to be so close to where my parents lived. Um, and so our parents were really, really supportive and helpful along the way. And again, his parents too, they were like, I don't know, like this just seems a little different from anything else. So I think they kind of knew from the beginning that we would probably end up getting married before we knew that we would end up getting married. Oh my gosh, that is so crazy. What a small world. Yes. Um, okay, so I know you said to, like you guys did long distance all the way up until marriage. Yes. And so I know a lot of people sometimes, at least, you know, I've I've had friends like say, hey, well, like I need to move in with this person to see if it's really, you know, going to work out, you know, and things like that. They almost play marriage before, you know, doing the engagement in married season, which um, not biblical, not, you know, yeah. I personally don't agree with that. And so I loved how you said you guys didn't live together until you were married. And I know some people probably think that's crazy because usually I feel like a lease is usually up or somebody moves into the same town or sometimes it's easier, you're saving money because you're living in the same place. But um, can you share a little bit more on like why, what made you decide to do that? Yeah. So yes the the thing that we i feel like we hear the most is it's more convenient or you want to test drive it you know before you get married just to make sure that you can live with somebody like this and i think everyone did think you guys are crazy you've been only dating for 10 months and seen each other in person once a month yeah. and got engaged like people were like who are you marrying and then you know we were still distance for a year saw each other every month or every other month and people were like are you sure you want to do this? Like you don't even know this person. And again, this is where I think prayer was really helpful. But also I was like, I know that sex and marriage is designed by God. And he designed it to be when two are married to, to be one and live together. So if I want to experience that to its fullest and to the fullest abundance that God has for us, then I'm going to do it the way that God designed it and thankfully Keegan felt the same and I do think it's so helpful um which which we 
we just need more of this is when the man really takes the role on setting that precedent. He was like, hey, here's the line that we are not crossing until we get married. And I was like, done. Like, yes, I am 1000% in for that. Let's do this together. And again, that was something for us to fight for together, to fight for that purity, fight for waiting until we were married. So for us, it really was important um, to wait until we were married to live together. It's not convenient sometimes to, to wait. It is cheaper sometimes to live together, but we're, we're called to not conform to the world. And so even when the world is telling us like, that doesn't even make sense anymore. That's old fashioned. The Bible's never gonna be old fashioned, right? It's the living, breathing word of God. So it's always going to be relevant. And it's our responsibility to lean into that and to say like, okay, so is it, am I following truth or am I just following society? And so for us, that was really important to follow truth. And you guys, please hear me out. If I can tell you anything, it was so worth it. I never have ever regretted waiting to live together or waiting to have sex until marriage. It has been the sweetest relationship with my husband waiting for that. And I've heard people say like the first year of marriage is so hard, you know, whatever. And people were saying like, yeah, your first year is probably going to be really difficult as you guys learn to like live daily life together. It was so stinking fun. We had been waiting to be together. We had been waiting to live together, to see each other every single morning and to have every day and have breakfast and lunch and dinner and go to bed together. It was so sweet because we waited. So if that is you and you are in the waiting, please, my prayer for you is that you will keep waiting because it is so rich and sweet on the other side. And I truly believe that that is God's design. That is like the joy that he is giving to us when we follow the way that he designed it to be. Um, so I did, I lived with roommates up until we got married. And so that did make it cheaper. Um, was it as fun or easy living with roommates? No, but if you're the person that's, you know, wanting to keep things on the cheaper side, live with roommates. It's okay. Um, so I did that. And then, yeah, we were, we were very set on not living together until we were married. And I do believe that 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 was such a huge blessing. Um, so I hope that's helpful and answer that. No, I love that. No, that is so good. Man, I just, um, I really feel like so many people think of long distance as negative. And I think you have really just put this positive spin on it. And part of me, I'm like, man, I kind of want a long distance relationship. Not really, not that, you, but I'm just like, it's possible. Like you yes. see that it can happen and just the fruit of it, you yes. know, how, and then you being able to encourage people now, I just love that. So do you have anything else before we end today that you would like to just encourage anybody that, you know, maybe has thought negatively about long distance relationships or is currently in a long distance relationship and is struggling? Um, do you have anything to share for them? Yeah, so I had one other couple who I knew had done all long distance and then gotten married and had this beautiful God honoring marriage. And I had asked them like, you know, what do you think was helpful? And for her, it was just, and, and this is what helped me, just hearing someone say, it's possible for it to be incredible. And I also think that knowing that it was possible was really helpful, but I think that distance is very telling because your heart will either feel like, um, you know, distance makes the heart grow fonder. It, it sort of feels like this longing to be with that person, or it kind of becomes this like out of sight, out of mind. So I feel like distance, kind of tells you more quickly maybe than being in person 
if this is a, a relationship that's worth pursuing. So if you're feeling that like distance makes the heart grow fonder, you're thinking of them often, you, you long to be with them, you long to spend time with them, then it's probably a great relationship to keep pursuing, keep praying over and keep working on. Whereas maybe if you're feeling a little bit like, oh, it's kind of out of sight, out of the mind, then maybe distance was the blessing of telling you that this is not the right relationship right now. And that's okay too. But if I had any advice or encouragement, it's that one, it's totally possible. And two, pray for your relationship, pray for each other, and just continue to be so honest with one another and where you guys are at and what you're needing from that other person. Lean into communication because if, if and when you do get married, um, that will be so helpful and so fruitful in your marriage. Man, I love that. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Julie, for being on the vlog. It has been such an honor to have you. Um, just You just are a bright light for Jesus. So I'm so excited to see what God is going to continue to do in you and your family. And so thank you for sharing your story with yes, me. Yes. Thank you, friend.